quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm here again. And guess what, everybody? I'm talking about my book, Unpunished, and it's out. And you can get it on my website and I will put the link here in the show notes. But I wanted to spend this podcast episode reading you maybe a little excerpt and giving you a little insight to this great little book. It's very short. It's 160 eight pages and it's really easy to read. It's also on audiobook, it's also on Kindle, but we are giving it away for free with just paying the shipping and handling charges. And we also ship it internationally too. So if you're interested and you want the free copy of the book, please check out the link in my show notes. Okay. I'm going to read you part of the first chapter called My Road to Empathy. Every morning would begin the same, like an alcoholic who promises herself that she won't drink. I would tell myself that regardless of what came my way that day, I would remain calm and refrain from yelling. I so desperately wanted to be the mother I imagined, in tune with my child, not letting upsets get to me, but I just couldn't do it. Looking back now, I realize I wanted to have control. If I could get everyone to do things my way without pushback or disruptions, then everything would be fine. In the early days of my parenting journey, it was all about my comfort and staying as far away from discomfort as possible, regardless of how it affected those around me. But this is not how a household with two young children works, and I can't imagine why I thought otherwise, but I did. Every time my kids' feelings erupted or they behaved in a way that I thought was inappropriate, it felt like a personal attack on me, which left me in a constant emotional state of emergency. I remember one morning when my daughter Esme was in kindergarten, getting ready for school had become a nightmare because she refused to get dressed. She tried on a bunch of outfits only to take them off and then throw them on the floor, complaining that they were very uncomfortable and itchy. 
This particular morning was no different, and as usual, I didn't handle it very well. I sat there on the dark brown plush carpet in her room and watched the scene unfold. I remember looking around and thinking about how normal the day looked. Warm sunlight streamed through her window, and everything seemed to be bright and alive. But what was playing out in front of me was anything but joyful. I was miserable, and so was Esme. It was like a bad dream that kept looping each day, and I couldn't escape. From her pink walls and big girl bed to her fluffy white covers and huge stuffed pink bear in the corner, I knew the scene well. The perfect stage was set, but the star of the show, Esme, was on strike. She was messing up all of her lines and not following any of my cues. I handled my daughter's emotions like I was the director of a major emotion picture that was about to be shut down if I didn't get everything back on track. In my mind, our mission was clear. We had to go to school. We had to be on time and not letting anything get in our way. I would not be late. I needed others to see me as the good mom. And good moms were punctual and their children were always well-behaved and prepared. This was my only focus and I would achieve it at all costs. My book, Unpunished, is finally here. It is my journey into connected parenting, the idea of perfection and how it nearly took me down as a mom. I give you my best thinking around how to be a connected parent and the insights that I've discovered over the last 12 years of this incredible journey. I'm giving my book away for free, plus shipping and handling. So go to unpunished.com and get yours today. We're shipping domestically and we're also shipping internationally. Back then, shame was my biggest motivator. I couldn't bear the thought of a teacher or a parent thinking that I didn't have it all together. The threat of shame followed me everywhere, and it didn't take much for it to show up and cover me like a prickly winter blanket. This meant that my choice to get Esme ready by any means necessary guaranteed an emotional roller coaster right every morning. But if that's what it took for me to save face in front of onlookers, then I was willing to do it. So this production of getting Esme dressed in the morning, my show, was all about having every box checked for me and my kids. I had my strategy down to a science. First, I would threaten. Then I would yell. And finally, I would try to scare her into doing what I said. By the time she was dressed, everyone was an emotional wreck with tears streaming down her face and me feeling like a tight rubber band about to snap. We'd walk out the door with her little sister in tow, three sad and angry humans making a trek to school while wiping tears. As I passed other families and tried to pretend like we were happy, I remembered asking myself, is this how it's supposed to work? Do other families go through this every morning just to get ready for school? Are we normal? I finally came to the conclusion that... What we were doing wasn't normal, but not because I accepted any responsibility or that there could be something deeper going on for me. Instead, I blamed the problem on Esme and convinced myself that something had to be going on with her. She simply needed a diagnosis so we could fix the issues. I began researching any disorders that fit her behavior. After making my own assessment, I stuffed all of her uncomfortable behaviors into a neat little box, labeled her broken, and settled on needing an occupational therapist. What I thought would be the solution for all our problems was just the beginning. So that's just a little piece from the first part of the first chapter and kind of give you an idea of how the book really works. And what I do is give you anecdotes, either those of my own or those of clients I've helped 
we've changed their names and everything, so nobody has to worry. But I give anecdotes. And then we talk about the ways in which connection helped and the ways in which we use connection to remedy some of those issues. It's a really great book. It, um, like I said, we're giving it for free. And so I would love for anybody who's interested to, to get a copy and, and see what you think. The anecdotes are really, I think, make it different than most parenting books because it gives you some things to relate to. And maybe not every anecdote you, re- you will relate to, but there's some of them that will ring true and will feel as if, oh, maybe I'm not alone. Maybe also other people are struggling this way and I can, I can feel seen. And that's what I really wanted is for parents to feel seen and to feel as if that, you know, we're all in this together. It's not easy. I've gone through tons of struggles, as you'll see in the book. I've done and said things that I shouldn't and didn't want to and didn't know any differently, but I found a new way. So check out Unpunished. You can, like I said, you can check it out on Kindle. You can get the audiobook. It's on Amazon, or you can get it through me for just the shipping and handling because I wanted to make sure as many people get the book as possible because I think it's a a great little thing. And it's short. Just like my podcast, I made my book short because what parent, I mean, I don't know if anybody read The Body Keeps the Score. I did, but it took me a long time to get through it. It's an incredible book, but I'm not a very good reader. And I'm, I think it took me way too long. And by the end, I'm like, wait, hold on. What is all this stuff? This is too much. My book isn't like that. It's very short. And actually in each of the chapters or many of the chapters, I think there's some journaling prompts. So some things that you can do and think about while you're reading it that can help you just maybe make some mindset shifts and make some changes. Do another excerpt from the book um, in another uh, episode so you can get a different idea of maybe some other items that are in there that could be helpful. All right. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I hope you enjoy Unpunished and that you find a copy of it for yourself, either through me or through Amazon. And so glad you're here and we'll talk to you next time.